Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Go. We're recording. We are. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Hey, you're there. Uh, we've had some technical difficulties trying to get this up and running tonight. Uh, so that's why we all cheered when we started recording. My name's George. I'm here with Nigel. Hello, Nigel. I'm in my shed. Oh, sorry. Hey. Didn't ask that again. <laughs> and I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Excellent. Uh, so, it's just under a week since we last all, all had a chat about things going on last Thursday, wasn't it? It was. Um, we've had one game since then, but we're going to do this episode slightly differently, we think, because we've been inundated with listeners and their comments and your questions. So, what we're going to do is we're going to run through, I don't know why, just just have been, no reason particularly. Uh, we're just going to run through the Norwich game because obviously it was a big performance and a big win. But then we're going to go through all of your questions and use that as our kind of running order for the evening. And at that point, I'll hand over to Nigel to, to uh, do impressions of you all because I know that's gone down very well. Everyone's now giving you tips of, of what kind of accents to use for them. I've had texts, I've had people direct wrestling with Jimmy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a bit mad, actually. Uh, yes. uh, but we'll start with the Norwich game. So, Nigel, you were the only one who attended, but I did watch it all, or majority of it, and I watched majority of it with John. So um, we'll, I'll ask you, Nigel, first to give us your thoughts on the game and, and how we performed, because from uh, watching it on the internet the uh, performance is as good as the result yes a good day out enhanced by the football for a change rather than spoilt Uh, yeah everything that we could look for in a performance was brought to the fore in that game that the link-up play between Anderson and Masuaku which now Masuaku's come out and said he's had a word with Anderson about like covering him uh, Haller is finding his feet in in the Premier League now. Generally, I like to give new Premier League players eight to ten games before you can really judge how they perform in the Premier League. Haller's just gone virtually straight in, really, isn't it? Three goals in four games. A good return, you know, or an excellent return for a West Ham yeah, striker. He's as long as he hit the ground you know, running, isn't he? Yeah, you know, Looks I think. Decent. I think there was a stat that said he's he's only the fourth player to achieve that. Um, and the others were Denver Barr, Trevor Sinclair and Ian Wright off the top of my head. Uh, so all Premier League era. So the first person mm. to score three goals in his opening four games. I mean, yeah, I, the... There was some there was some great 
interlink play between the forward and, and we joined the defence together well. Their keeper pulled off save after save where realistically everything Norwich did went straight down Fabianski's throat. Good positioning from Fabianski or we were lucky, probably a bit of both realistically. All in all, Norwich had looked really good in their three games previously, even in defeat to Liverpool. That they would they deal their own against Liverpool, scored a goal and, and showed attacking intent. That's probably the worst they've looked, and I think we made them look that bad. So, yeah, happy days. Long may it continue. Yeah, well, I mean, we defended pretty well, didn't we? And and Timu Puki, who's been their danger man all season, was almost non-existent, and I think. I'll take some credit for that, as well as him maybe having a slightly below-par performance. Yeah, he, he had a couple of sniffs, but that's all he had. and it, Those just went straight down the throat of Fabianski. So he had a late header that he might have done better with and, and a couple of other chances. But apart from that, yep, Diop and um, Ogbonna, you know, managed to contain them pretty well. Are we Are we thinking that's his preferred partnership now, then? Well, it seems to be, doesn't it? So I think last season it did it was it it was either Balbuena and Ogbonna or Balbuena and Diop. So perhaps you know he wanted to see what they can do. Whether the stories are true about Pellegrini, you know, thinking that the effort from Balbuena in pre-season wasn't there, and that's why he swapped it around. Who knows? Pellegrini's very tight-lipped; don't give a lot of interviews. So where this information comes from, God only knows. Yeah. Well, some of the information that comes out is also not to be believed. I think you can find as well. So, yeah. Some of it's passed out there. It's just absolute bullshit. Yes. So, yeah, I agree. And talking about Alice starting off very well, who was our top Premier League goal scorer in one season, Nigel? You'll know the answer to that. Is in, in the uh, past. John Artson. No, not in the Premier League. No, I think Artson, Artson got 24 in one season, but not in the Premier League. I think he got 17 or 18 in the Premier League that year, maybe 19. Uh, he would have possibly been top scorer in the Premier League, but he was suspended for the last four games for too many red cards. He'd been sent off, I think, three times in the season. He, he missed about eight or nine games through bands that season. But still, I think he got 19 goals. That had been 97. Okay. Uh, the, the year so, with no sponsor. I don't think anyone's so four, got that. four games in, and he's got three goals. So, you know, if he carries on like that, he's going to be blowing up. Well, yeah. That's, um, a, yeah. that's our normal trick. That's true. Well, uh, the only, not to counter it, he's got his goals against Watford and Norwich. I'm not dissing him, but they're not the greatest of defences, are they? So, you know, yeah. perhaps fixture list has been kind to us this season. Even though losing to Bournemouth from Wolves in the opening four games last season, you could have said the fixture list was a mix and match there. The big test for me is the Man United game. We won't, we beat them last season at home. If we're going to progress further than what we did, we need to be beating them again this season. Otherwise... You know, do we, we, if more you look, time. yeah, it could be more. You know, the seventh, you know, the tenth position. If we want to get that seventh spot, which seems to be the new pinnacle for clubs like us, um, even though I think there's a possible top, there could be two top six spots available. Yeah. You know, I don't think Man United are, are anywhere near, you know, guaranteed, and and certainly Chelsea. The way they threw away a two-goal lead against Sheffield United, I think their their spot in the top six is up for grabs. Yeah, they're so, a bit shaky. Yeah, if we can, you know, get a good, you know, even a point, if we can get a point or a win at Villa and then beat Man United at home, you know, you got you got to say all all is looking good, and we carry on. Hopefully, with more players to come next season, who knows? Perhaps Pellegrini in three seasons can get us into the top six. Big words. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Very optimistic, Nigel. Yeah, well, that's me all over, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> John, anything to add on Norwich before we move on to our listeners? Um, no, I mean, as you say, we watched it together. It was impressive. 
really to see us attacking wise. We were good interplay. It's good to see all the the fancy bits of interplay, the, the nutmegs and the flicks. They were coming off for a change. Um, Haller could have got another one, couldn't he? You know, when he hit it, the keeper and... Oh, and he should have had a penalty. He didn't talk about the, the, the non-VAR. Oh, yeah, I didn't... I'd, now, because I've not watched the highlights back, so I've seen a lot of people complaining. Was it a penalty? I think you oh, texted yeah. and said it was a pen, Jules. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was a death pen. I've not seen a more obvious penalty. Not even for the, the referee should have just given it. Not And he was right there when he went oh, around, yeah, from yeah. my recollection. Yeah. He was right there. I mean, it's just another, you know... He's clearly just waiting for VAR to give a decision and doesn't want to give a decision himself. But, but then VAR doesn't want to right, embarrass yeah. him as the on-field referee. How so it's just a kind of VAR is, comes into vicious, question, vicious circle, isn't it? Where it's just complete uselessness. Yeah. But, yeah. But was, I mean, I'm no lover of VAR, so perhaps in a way... Are you I, not? No, I'm not. Same <laughs> I've not said. <laughs> so in, in a way, I'm quite glad they didn't intervene. You know, perhaps... That, that, that's the way there, it, it should it's, be. It's there to be well, used for circumstances like that. Clear and obvious error, and that really was. Is that what the rule is, though? So if they see a clear and obvious error, they, they the can VAR flag can it up. intervene, yeah. But oh, I, I do believe that the way we're operating here, because we're doing it slightly different, we don't we, we put our offside flags up as and when we see fitters off flat, offside, which they don't do in all the other games we've seen they are being used in. And I think that if the referee makes a definitive decision, they won't question it, which is just pointless Stupid. again of having it. Then, is but it? then that contradicts the clear and obvious obvious error thing, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean it should be standardised across the. In, and if it's coming from FIFA or UEFA, it should be in international games and in the Premier League and in the Bundesliga and every other league. It should all be the same. You should always play to the same set of rules because otherwise what you'll get is in international football, players doing, you know, complaining about things but getting it wrong because in international they're doing VAR different to what they're doing in domestic leagues. Yeah, yeah, I agree. should mm. be the same across the board. I agree. Yes, we're all in agreement. We are. But, but and yeah, then, I, go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I was just saying, I just thought it was decent performance. Refreshing, it's, wasn't it? Yeah, good to see a win. Um, it was just positive, very positive. So yeah, and that's what I like I'm the way much Masuaku, to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I like the way Masuaku seems to be. I mean, we, I think we said this the other week that you know if they can coach him defensively, he's going to be a great player, isn't he? Yeah, they can coach a bit of defensive nous into him. Yeah, and it's yeah. needs to work on his English though. Yes, have you seen the clip? Oh, no. absolutely. Oh, yes, yesterday. <laughs> What's that then? <laughs> a few people sent it to me and a few people on Twitter tagged me into it. Uh, I think there's a group predominantly on Hammers Chat Forum and they call themselves the Shed Heads. Uh, so there was a lady there who wanted Masuaku to say hello to all the Shed Heads and Masuaku went hello all the Shit Heads. There you go. <laughs> and see them so laugh and now try to explain to yes well you know some of these I was a point out I've been called shithead more than a few times uh, and other such words like that so uh, yes yeah yes. It, was it was it was very funny well I'll send it to uh, we'll put it on a Facebook John. group shall we? we'll put it on a Facebook group because it is oh, funny and uh, all right, well, uh, so we're going to go straight over now to Facebook Twitter question time. Um, there's no other business, is there? There's no, not Hernandez, really. Hernandez, gone. Hernandez has gone. Well, he's kind of mentioned in Facebook Twitter question time, so it's I think we'll, yeah. in. We'll we'll be able to I'm going to play the jingle. I'll play the just, jingle, let's let get to it. just say, George, and if go we're on. not going to do anything else, I'd like to thank everybody who donated to oh, yeah. um, my daughter's muddy run for cancer relief. Yes. Uh, they, they raised over £1,000. Some wow. of our listeners were very generous, and I'd just like to thank you all again for helping out on that. Yeah, me too. Thank you very much. Right, it's time for this. Yeah. So, 
earlier on today, eight hours ago, which is probably why we've got so many uh, comments, uh, I put on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast, podcasting this evening, things looking up on the pitch with a dominant victory over Norwich, but with the sale of Hernandez and Antonio's injury, are we a little light up front? Let us know your thoughts, feelings this week, and if you have a question for us, feel free to ask it, although Nigel will probably just put on a voice, read out your questions, and then ignore it anyway. But... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> not this week not this week so we are going to go through each and every one of these and we're going to pay it the attention they deserve and give you answers and talk about your topics of discussion that you've given us so without further ado nigel over to you please starting i've gone on all comments and the first yes. one i've got is evan turner that is the first one i've got go for evan it. turner so evan says please nigel Read this in a German accent. Well, Evan, I'm not one for requests, and I've had a look. And the idea of the uh, of obviously accents is that I look at where you come from, and it says you're from Quebec, so surely you would be Evian Turner, probably in French. I love how you've done preparation for this. You've written a script. You know, I've just, well, I've just clicked on him and had a look quickly because he's put in this request. And I thought, well, hold up a minute. You know, we're, let's, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. You know, just because I'm Khan and my forebears were German, it don't mean I can do the German accent. So, another solid performance against marriage. <laughs> Glad that Hallard Gostrick is continuing. And great to see Yamalenko. Scott, this will merge with sort of East European as well. After his long recovery journey, free wins is great. <laughs> it, he comes later, apparently, because someone has. <laughs> uh, however, do vous or youths feels like it's the maybe the providing a false sense of our team's strength, given that it was against two looking to be bottom table teams? And I've one no idea what you're saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm losing the train of thought and I'm yeah. reading the so, comment. Let so basically, what he's saying is, uh, <laughs> is it good that we've had three wins in a week, even though it was two crap teams and one from a different side? Although they're not currently performing very well, do you feel we will get better sense of where we stand in the upcoming Man United game on 22nd, like what I said? Uh, cheers for the podcasting and Brady out. P.S. I myself are not German already beat you to it but i've always wanted to hear nigel's attempt at it danke shed man <laughs> you've just heard it mate it ain't great to be fair i think my forebathers would be uh, turning in there uh, proverbial so i don't think it's a bad thing having three wins on the bounce i think you just can only beat what's in front of you so i think we look decent and i think it's good if we're playing these lesser teams at the minute or say lesser teams but you know teams that we have slipped up on in, against in the past and if we can get a few wins that at least takes all the pressure off that we had like last season yeah and we should be able to progress i would hope but yeah. the good thing as well we didn't mention was yarmolenko's goal and his performance i thought he was decent yeah bit lucky goal yeah, I he, thought he, he hit the post not long before that did he yeah yeah, but, you know, he's coming back. He's, he had a long day off, didn't he? I think he was fit at the end of last season. They decided not to chance him. Yeah, anyway, so Evan or Evan or Evian uh, in Quebec. I hope you'd like to reply. Next up is the old uh, Wizard of the West, Maid Miriam Williams. Uh, oh, boy, oh. Well, I couldn't add him believe it when Nigel reportedly boyo said boyo after every one of my sentences last week, boyo. I guess he's been watching too much Gavin and Stacey. Wacky da. But who am I to Barney Rudge? Hope he doesn't get into Barney Rubble this week. Oh, Marion trying to go all cockney on us. So it was some Welsh cockney. Uh... Hope he doesn't get in bunny rubble boyos this week when he takes the gypsy's kiss out of people's accents. Boyos, great free victories in one week. However, we are now clearly short of strikers, boyos, and it's not exactly as it's a surprise. Hernandez has left. Will the board now skyrocket the wonga from this deal 
or will it boils be made available in the next transfer tummy chinda? <laughs> Waki da. <laughs> that is actually Welsh, by the way, I believe. Waki da. Very good. Uh, so, do you reckon we're gonna we're gonna spend the money in January? Don't know. Personally, you can never yeah. tell with them lot. They they might bin it, or when you'd think if we if we're shown to be short over up till January, they might have to put their hands in their pockets and get another striker in, mightn't they? So, Penny Salvin, I think that's her name, but to me, it's Auntie Pen. Uh, it was good to see on Saturday at the game all the way from the West Country. I thought Saturday, she don't get a voice because she does actually talk like this. Uh, I thought Saturday the team played for each other after settling down and was good to see. More like this to come, please. In a separate issue, when I got on the train at Paddington after the game, there was loads of West Ham fans, mainly living in Zomerset in Taunton, and there was still plenty for Exeter and Newton Abbott, where she lived. Glad we all made the effort. Talking of West Country... We then go on to our friend, Dogsy. <laughs> All right, Dogsy. my beauties. Proper handsome down here in Zoiderland. Shot, and he does drink Zoider because I see a video of him the other day at, at some party or something. Sean, uh, he was not here, and I who? should have forgot. I shouldn't have mentioned him. Yeah, who? Mr. X. What's the latest on Winston Reed? Do I need to book a flight for him and me back to New Zealand? No. No, because uh, he'll probably retire to here, and he's also I thought from Denmark. But anyway, I saw Sean, or, or sorry, Mister X. Any updates on getting a fan zone? Is it well overdue? The beers after the game are proof that it's needed as thousands now stay post after the game. And what a joke closing the end! You can tell Dodsey's been like it, like abroad and now come back because he's now complaining about something that loads of people have complained about for ages, which is what a joke closing the entrance to Stratford Shopping Centre at the final whistle, making us take a 15-minute detour just for the West Ham faithfully to walk back in through the front entrance. The place was loaded with West Ham. He's put West Ham one word. When you put West Ham one word, that's a village in Sussex. Yeah, Yeah. it's called Westham. Yeah. You know, we don't support Westham. And we're not Western United. <laughs> we are West Ham. West of the Hamlet. Like East was the East Hamlet. I just never found out where Middle Ham was. Anyway. And I want... <laughs> <laughs> what is the point, he said. We've often wondered what is the point, yeah. What is the point? What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to protest at Sean's continual abuse of Nigel's accents. On Saturday post-game, as I queued for a beer, I heard, Dodsy, all right, my handsome. Just like that, I said it, because that would be me in the queue. And everybody looked round thinking, who's that frigging idiot? Now, having met Nigel, even though we'd known each other, because we used to write in Overland and see, you see, we were quite funny. Uh, having never met Nigel, how soon would I have known it without the accent? Anyway, I'm off with my maid to come by Narvester Fields and drink some mead. P.S. Have you watched the Arthur Masuaku video, Nigel, where he is asked to say, height of the shed man? I think he gets your title right. <laughs> height of the shed man. Uh, thanks for that, Dodsey. Uh, Stratford, what can we tell him? Don't go, I think, isn't it? Right, yeah. Or to stay in behind, isn't it? Yeah. Just miss the rush because it's a nightmare. Stop go boards. Yeah, it's a joke. It is. Talking of jokes. Where's George gone again? <laughs> we keep going. Is it still recording? Um, it says it is. So just crack on, Nigel. I'll crack on. Uh, Stuart Khan, he don't get an accent because he talks a bit like me, but a bit pusher because he went to university. Sorry, Polytechnic. And he went up North Middlesbrough, so uh, which to be fair, he lived in there some Park Road and it's the football ground. So how do I know that's my brother? How can Sean <laughs> pick up on the pronouncing of Halla or Aller or whatever or whatever he wants to call when he cannot pronounce after names himself? Stuart says, "What accent do I get?" <sighs> you get your own one, son. Right, Bully Darbin, our friend in the good old US of A. I'm working on an American accent, people. 
it's taken a bit of time. I'm going for mad preacher man, like down in the deep south, Bible bashing. I think next week it will get an outing or after the international break. So I digress. Are you genuinely practicing? I have genuinely, yeah. Praise the Lord. I'm here to praise the Lord. Yeehaw. Brawly Darbon. <laughs> I tell you, you can laugh, people. I've done this five times now. We're having technical issues. Bear with us. You ain't getting no frigging accents at the moment because I'm fed up with doing them and my voice might go. Brawly Darbon, American West End podcast. Check out their website. Great history writer. Yeehaw. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On that. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I shouldn't do that while I have all the bleeding <laughs> religious people after me. Aston Villa, Baldy says. Away seems to be one of the favourite away grounds for West Ham fans because we win there a lot. I've said four times already. But if you had to pick one away day for foreign fans, i.e. people like Brawley and all the other Americans that are tuning in, and all the people around the world that are tuning in, lads, George and John, where would you say the best experiences? Now, Brawley's already been to Tottenham, Man United, Stoke, Arsenal and Sunderland. Uh, enjoyed them all, but he's curious to what are your favourite away days? Uh, Tottenham has been one of my favourite ones, but he's already done that. I think it was made yes. more favourite because it was the my last time I went there was the night we won in the Carling Cup or League Cup right, when yeah. uh, we beat them two one. My eager. That's the yes. one. Um, yeah. So that would be my favourite one, John. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed. I mean, I enjoyed West Brom, but then no longer there. That was always a good laugh that way. Um, Liverpool away. Good laugh because it's a journey. It's the journey that makes it a laugh, I guess. But um, always found that with Liverpool away, the atmosphere was not as you'd expect. Basically, Brawley, for me, I've always loved Anfield because of the history that goes with the ground, even though it's been jazzed up a bit. But, you know, I was lucky enough to see it in the days when the cop was there and, you know, despite defeat after defeat after defeat, always went back and I was lucky enough to be there for the day we won 3-0, probably the greatest away game I've ever been to. Um, so, you know, unless we can get Millwall away for you, there's not really going to get better than that. Uh, Newcastle is generally pretty decent as well, I must admit, even though they do shove us now. I stick yeah, you in the god side, don't uh, I? They do shove us up. Right up the top. Well, I mean, I, I remember back in the day I was there when Gascoigne, first time I went to Newcastle, Gascoigne was playing for Newcastle, and uh, we were we were right on the on on the pitch. But that that would be for me. Uh, Gary Prince, hi, welcome back, guys. Uh, especially his best mate, uh, Mister X. I've just come back from Jamaica. No, because she asked, and I met a local who had the following question. 
With another favourable League Cup draw, should we now be looking at playing our strongest team at Oxford and prioritise this competition? I think we should play a strong team because I think we should, you know, we should take it seriously. But I'd like to think, you know, that team you put out in that last game against Newport was pretty strong. Yeah. Sort of similar again. And I said, I think I said to you last time, that Roberto, from what I'd seen in pre-season, everyone saying how bad he was, he didn't look that bad to me. So No. Um, yeah. Horses for courses to some degree, but strong, on the strong side. It's, it's a tough balancing act because you'd like to think that our, not crap players, but our not first team regulars should still be good enough to defeat the likes of Oxford especially if they've deemed themselves to be Premier League players. The problem for me now is with the loss of, of Hernandez is you can't really play Haller. Um, yeah. So we we you can't are. play Haller. So we're going to have to go with uh, a jetty. And, um, and I'm really wearing my joke out about he only looks good enough to park a boat next to for me. A bit harsh maybe, but well, let's give him time. Yeah. I mean, again, I'd, I mean, he he didn't didn't score any opportunities, did he? He didn't. He wasn't handed anything. Which but is that because he was in the wrong positions? I don't know. It was I, not. He's not know. really had time. We need to see. Let's yeah. Let's see more of him. All right. Okay. Uh, Roger Ribeiro. So, what number do you officially put on your listeners? I hear a few more names popping up lately. Roger's a regular people. Can you determine by the amount of downloads? Well, I think we can, Rog. George is the technical guru for that. But for me, knowing how many people really listen may spoil the fun that there is actually more than eight of you. Yeah, we, we don't like to get too nervous. Yeah. But that, I think I think we are pushing on to the 10 now. Onto the 10? Yeah, I think we're nearly, nearly double. We figures. did lose a couple, apparently. Uh well, that's because of, of your races. Horses are courses, isn't it? We pick a few, we lose a few. And, you know, there, there was a, apparently the women's football uh, comment last year didn't go damn well, according to the review on iTunes I read. <laughs> so so uh, that was, you know. But uh, And people, don't forget, if you like us, all the other podcasts do this, so I don't know why we don't. Go and look on iTunes, subscribe, and blah de blah de blah. And if you want to put something funny, leave it there because it does make me chuckle when I read the reviews now and again. A uh, good old friend Taffy Wallback, the Welshman living in China, who's probably not Welsh, but yeah, finally posting when I'm not asleep. Perhaps we seem to be doing okay with it. He watched the Brighton game and thought, "Oh no, this could go bad." What for game was a good one. Rode our luck a lot, though. Didn't get to see the Norwich game as at that moment decided to be a power cut. Scott McAnally. Greetings from America. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> That's all we're getting. Yeehaw. Uh, good old USA. West Ham has <laughs> been a team worth watching at 9am in the last few weeks. Uh, he's obviously East Coast then, if he's 9am, I'm guessing. When is the last time we had a positive point differential and do you think we'll have one after the Villa game? Uh, I'm guessing he means goals there. Uh, I think we're on minus one at the moment. Well, it's been a, it's been a while since we've been plus, isn't it? Uh, the last time we were plus at the end of the season was uh, the last one at the bowling. And just yeah. to show you how rare an occurrence it was, the last time before that, was 1986. Well, I mean. So, in 34 years, we've only ever had two seasons with a plus goal difference. Well, I put on that on the group at the weekend, 1986, anyone, didn't I? Yes. In a, in a blaze of euphoria and optimism. Well, uh, just to throw that, I, I did tweet this out the other day, I don't think I sent it to you, is that after five games in 1985... We were 17th out of 22 teams. Um, we'd, we'd just drawn two all with Liverpool and we'd beat QPR, but we'd lost to Birmingham, I think, with a, a couple of other teams. So, you know, and, and it was, a, I think it was after the fifth game, after that draw with Liverpool, we then went on a 10 game win, um, which is possibly the best top flight. 
um, run we've had. So it is possible. It is doable. You know, that, that uh, the year before, 84, 85, I think we were lucky to stay up. We stayed up by beating Norwich in like the third from last game of the season with a Bobby Barnes goal. So, you know, the crazier things have happened, especially at West Ham. Uh, Nick Stanley. Great performance against Norwich. Hopefully we can continue against more mobile teams. With Antonio injured and Hernandez off, I can feel a Sullivan special coming. Would anyone be interested in Shinjinji Okazaki or Giuseppe Rossi or will Sully finally get the man he's chased for a while? Wilfred Boney. Is Boney available? Also available on a free is, I read this as Minga, but it's actually Maiga, Emineki and Victor Obina. Can anyone answer why there is a limit of buying four beers at a time with five in our little season ticket group and it sometimes causes issues at half time? Do you find the same thing in the Mark Noble stand? Well, we wouldn't know. You'll have to wait till next week when the... uh... The master of everything gets back in town. Yes, I'll, I'd, ooh, I don't. Yeah, I've never bought more than four. So well, after the game, we've bought more than four. So I don't know why. Is it? Was he saying at half time? Yeah, you can't get more than four at half time. I've had this. How was it? Yeah, I, I don't know why. It's just, I guess that's just to stop everyone piling in there and buying like twelve beers and being there forever. What about a freebie? Do you fancy a freebie up front, Boney? Okazaki? I'd have Okazaki, to be fair. I'm not sure about Giuseppe Rossi. Rossi was notoriously injury-prone. Boney, wasn't he at Newport or somewhere? He's training there, I believe. I don't know if he's playing, yeah. Um, I don't know about Boney. I wouldn't. do anything where he was last. Was he at Swansea last, wasn't he? He went back to Swansea, yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I was training um, at Newport. Emaniki, didn't we have Emaniki? And then... Yes. And my ego, is he talking about? He did say, the, I think he's chipped in with three at my ego and Victor Abina. These were all... Well, I didn't... I, yeah, I wouldn't be going back. The only thing I would have done, I would have took a punt on, was Sturridge. But obviously, Karen Brady put the knockers on that one. Um, yeah. But, you know, if Pellegrini doesn't seem to think that we need it, we don't need it. Well, it's it's a it, they've put that silver in the squad, haven't they? You know, if he's well, recovering from a major thing. In the old days, that's what we've done. That's how we found Tony Cotty, seventeen years of age. We got a striker problem. You know, John Lowell put in Cotty against Tottenham, who, who were a good team back in that day. Scores and and you know goes on to become a, a club hero. So uh, yeah, uh, Nick, I would do. I, I would do exactly that. I would look down the lower team or the, the younger teams and pull someone in if we're stuck well you know go. there's always if it I mean we play with Haller we're not playing with two up front are we and you know I can't see him playing Haller and a Jetty together so in that case you probably could get away with just having the two and the youngster yeah. uh, friend of the show Belinda no voice bell because I'm shot to pieces. It's been a tough old night. Bye-bye, Hernandez. He just wasn't right for MP Vision. I don't think we are light up front, but that words might be famous last words. I thought, or you know, she says, though, I thought the Norwich game was good, but I still have huge concerns with the defence. I don't know how you got that out of the Norwich game, though, Bell, to be fair. We look suspect, she says. On the access front, she's got no problem with me taking the piss out of her Greek accent, but she's shouting at me that she's not Greek, which I do know. She's just married to one. Hello, Metibibs. Hey, Belle. Loving the show as always. The accent makes me feel like part of the show furniture. Wouldn't be the same without you, Belle. It wouldn't. Uh, I don't think we look suspect at the back, though. Did you, John? Um... I don't know. Well, I thought we looked better. Obviously, they, there's kind of um, one of their blokes missed the head right off the line, didn't he? Yes. Went across. Yes. It, it was like when we were, uh, we were, I think we were just one nil up. I don't know time. if that was that pucky or were you pukey or no, whatever, it wasn't. No. It wasn't. It was camp, Campwell or something like that. Oh yeah. But but 
yeah, you know, I, I thought we had there, there was an improvement, but I think it, it was matched by the team again we were playing. Yeah. So. Right. Next up, Mark Mirosevic Sorgo. He sounds like he's from the Balkans, but I'm pretty sure he's from East London. We look to have a better balanced side against Norwich, although I'm not sure why they were raving about Anderson's performance. Hmm. Well, perhaps because he played well. I still think his passing is weak and that he gives the ball away too often. I'll agree with you there about giving the ball away. He was glad that Yarmolenko scored. His joy and relief were obvious to them all, even though I was worried he might have pulled an hamstring running to shake hands with the physio. Uh, but there's still work to be done shoring up at the back four. Another one, uh, stopping the leaks. One step at a time, though. We need to keep it going and keep the points flowing. Come on, you irons. Again, I don't, yeah, I perhaps people can overthink it. Evening, gents, well, says Nick Harvey. If evening. Sh- evening, Nick. If Shedman wants to do an accent, I'm originally from Kent, but now living in Yorkshire. Because I like Yorkshire. I live up north. I read Yorkshire Post. I drink Yorkshire tea. And I put my money into Yorkshire Bank. Because Yorkshire is God's own country. Aye. What can I say? He, he actually did put that. What can I say? A most enjoyable <laughs> afternoon at the London Stadium. Well, it's tart like that in Yorks, Yorkshire. It's like a tea, but without a tea. It didn't even feel like the soulless bowl. The sun <laughs> shining and Pellegrini got selection and tactics spot on. And the whole team were up for it. A lot of good performances, but Masuaku and Anderson would have stand out. See, he's gone for Anderson's good. Someone says, See, this is opinions, people. We've all got them. Diop finally looks like... hit and miss, isn't he? He is. He does. I, I will... I, I do get what um, Mark said. Oh, I think it was he Belinda. Does, he does, he yeah, does he, give the ball away final, a lot. Yeah, his final ball's bad yeah. at times, but when he gets it right, he, it's just fantastic. And he's just... It's just not consistently at that top level. That's why he's probably with us. I yeah. I, the, the thing with clubs nowadays is with social media, is they love to produce these little videos of these moments of wonderful skill to show how good they are. But what you don't see is there's sometimes there is no end product. It's all right being able to dribble around five players. But if you can't put the ball in the box, Palace put a video out of Wilfred Zaha destroying the Man United defence. And then right at the end, they left his crossing, didn't even get past the first player. So for me, yeah, what is the point of all that fancy Dan stuff? If there's, it's only good when there's a goal at the end of it, or or at least something created. Um, sorry, Nick, I, I interrupted Nick. He's going here. Come on, it's my turn. Yorkshire man, where's my checklist? What's the point of VAR if it doesn't correct the decision not to give a penalty? For the foul on Haller, we did cover this earlier. Hopefully, we get to hear it. Uh, VAR out. And whilst we're at it, Brady out. Me and Nick sing off the same hymn sheet there on both counts. On the subject of referees, Paul Tierney was as bad as Uriah Rennie in his heyday at Upton Park. Oh, there was one. Uriah Rennie. You wouldn't want to take him if you had... uh, um, stomach acid. So, uh, Hernandez is off to Spain, leaving us with just Haller, Ajeti, and Antonio injured. It would be the West Ham way that a decision comes back to haunt us. Question for you guys Is Hernandez our most expensive flop? 16 million. Is he a flop? Um, I. He, he didn't. I wouldn't say he was a flop. He scored some goals for us, didn't he? Yeah. I, I, you know, I, you know he scored this season already as well, hadn't he? Yeah. Harsh to call him a, a, a flop. Uh, I don't think he he lived up to what we wanted from him, given his reputation when he came. No. And he was expensive, if you look at all the figures that have been thrown around for his wages. Yeah, I'm sure Mr. X for. would tell us that we spent 16 million and give agents 28 million and paid him 300 million in wages. And, you know, he's bankrupted the club for Hernandez. But uh, I suppose he wasn't a Pellegrini pick, was he? I, 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 so it seems that long ago. I think Bilic was the manager that signed him. Uh, everyone was happy when we bought him. So Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say he was... 
a flop, but I just say he just didn't live up to what we wanted from him. That's what I would say. Yes. And he's also said something a bit contentious. Should we sell Antonio once fit? Now he's been absent in total for the best part of a year with Armstrong injuries. My view is yes. Um, my view is no. I'd keep Antonio as long as we can. John? I would say, I would say if we get him fit, keep him. We, we, we didn't buy him for a lot of money and I doubt if he's on the largest wages. So what he can bring to a team is just when he's on it, he, no one knows what he's going to do next and he just confuses the hell out of other teams. Yeah. So I'd keep him. Uh, next up is Paul Harris or Chopper to his friends. Uh, no, ladies, not because of that. Uh, are we allowed to give Sebastian Hallard a number nine shirt that he should be wearing or is it too late? I think it's too late, isn't it? You can't change think, numbers, can you? I, I don't think you can change numbers during the season, but no. we'd need the uh, Oracle to tell us that. Yeah, Oracle, that's another word for him. Um, Palumi Ogaluna. For the podcast, which is good because it is for the podcast, I know the TV money has gone significantly up. Yeehaw! Has West Ham been saving some of the money so that a Barry Bolton doesn't happen to them down the line? Uh, no. No, they've not been saving the money. Basically, without boring you all, we're still in debt. Not to the banks, but to Golden Sullivan. Technically, when they bought the club, we were about 105 million in debt. We're down to probably about 60 million in debt, roughly speaking. Not all to them. There is small bank debts and everything else, but nothing that no other football club's got. But they're not. I suppose if they ever want their money back, the difference between us, Barry and Bolton, is we are. As a Premier League team, there is always a chance that you can pay the money off, and at some point it has to be paid back. But the, what happened to Barry and Bolton is why, me personally, I don't like owners bankrolling football clubs because if you do fall, it will happen. Uh, Lewis Errantrout, friend of the show, he says, I won't have a moan this week. Well, maybe one, and here it is. Were the club worried Hernandez would kick up the stink if we didn't sell him now, as leaving us with one proven striker and one unproven isn't very clever, especially with our luck. I know Antonio was a backup for that position, which makes it even worse. As for what's he at now? Three months. Maybe another one who says Okazaki or Boney short term would help fill a gap. Uh, well, Boney would have to fill a big gap, to put a bit of weight on. But... Uh, I think we've covered that, haven't we, John? Yes, I mean, Okazaki. Yes. Yeah. Three questions. Uh, this is like the Nigel show tonight, because I think I'm here on my own now, people. Trevor Newman. Why is the general Balbrainer, he's not here, so he don't have to say it wrong, falling out of the first 11 with Pellegrini preferring Ogbonna? I think we covered that in the past. I think it was all to do with pre-season. He wasn't happy with his attitude or the performances. Uh, Pellegrini showing his toughness. Uh, two. Oh. Hello. <laughs> two. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello, George. Can you not hear me? I can now. I can hear Nigel. Nigel, oh, can you hear I can me? Hear you. I lost you too. I've carried on on my own. <laughs> You've oh, just dear. come back. Trevor Newman yeah, too. I'm, Any good I'm, young I've been, strikers. I've been listening to Nigel on and off and then you came back and then he's gone. Oh, right. I can how only much, hear how many more? How many more, Nigel? He can't, can't hear us. Can we're hanging by a string here. I can hear you, yeah. All right, Trevor Newman, three questions. Why is the general Balbrainer, he's not here, forget it, falling out with the first 11 with Pellegrini preferring Ogbonna? Oh, fuck it. George Scratter edit this. Uh, any good young strikers not wide for the wingers make a breakthrough to the first team, apart from Zandy Silva. Fuck knows. Oh, I'm nearly there. I might as well carry on. We're still recording. Uh, will we finally get our man? We'll see. This has been a total nightmare. Uh, six years, you know, Sullivan loves a freebie. I'm sorry, Trevor. Yes, we've done that. Sean Ryan, I've seen Pellegrini said he isn't going to sign any free agents to bolster our attack despite only having Aller and a jetty up front. Do you think this is a wise move? Uh, in Pellegrini, I trust the others can say what they like. I can't hear them. 
Anyway, Adam Ross Miller, so good. He's got three names. Uh, good evening, gents. I, I, Adam at the bottom puts that he's a Cockney from uh, Essex. So I'm actually going to do this in a Cockney from Essex uh, accent. Good evening, gents. Really enjoying the podcast as usual. Having seen Mark Mirosic Sorgo comment on the group as well, I'd have to agree. It was really nice to see Yarmolenko get a goal and it meant a lot to him as well. We look a bit shaky at the back. But Pellegrini seems to be uh, slowly shaping the team and getting bits right. And I don't mind if that starts at the front line and works back. The philosophy of maybe if you score one, we will score two or three is a fab start. Blimey. Adam, you've cracked on here. Not worried too much about Hernandez leaving his Alice seems to be a definite upgrade. Who wants to get in positions better and wants it more? Just my opinion from what I've seen so far. I think a lot of people will agree from you. I think the statement of him being not being happy after a brace and a good performance shows he wants to be better every game and will give his all to the club. Let's hope he doesn't suffer injury curse, blah, blah, blah. Antonio is a blow, of course. I think we could cope if we keep key players. Maybe if we had a dov- uh, decent cup run, both to some of the youngsters getting their teeth in, giving us first team something more, think about competition for places, come on, your irons, and shout out to the shed man, my accented Cockney Essex boy from Basildon. Happy to hear it, give it a blast. Just for you, I did a Cockney Essex boy. That is it, people. I'm going to now type to George because I don't think he can hear me. Play the theme tune because I can sing the theme tune. Play the theme tune. Bobby Moore and Jeff Trevor Brooking and Billy Bonds. Palo di Canio. West Ham United more than just a podcast. That's your lot, folks. Cheerio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 